Hello, everyone. It's Wilkana Smento here. I am the Leadership Podcast host, and I have Trika Jean-Baptiste today with me. Welcome to the show, Trika. Thank you for having me, Wilka. It's great to be here. Oh, it's such a pleasure. Another <laughs> woman in hospitality and, you know, our backgrounds, we clashed uh, in New York City, but we never met in person, right? We have not met in person, and I don't know how that is. <laughs> yeah, soon, soon. I'll I let you know once I'm back Please. in dark, maybe we can go for coffee. Sure, would love it. But Trika, today I'm super excited that you're here, um, and this will be also posted on our Black Excellence series. And besides being a woman in hospitality, I wanted to ask you, you know, what? how did you start your career in real estate investments, in commercial real estate, in the hotel, in the hospitality side of the business? But I also know that you have, you know, a background in the hotels. So talk to us about that. Sure. Well, as you mentioned, you know, it was sort of very uh, interesting uh path and not typical. So I come from hospitality, an industry that I love, and started actually on property as director of PR uh, for La Parca Meridian, Doral Hotel, Sendent Corp, etc. Uh, did that for about 10, 12 years and decided to launch a boutique travel PR firm. And I ran that for 14 years and it was just amazing, Wilka. 90% um, of our business was international and we handled brands such as Rocco Forte, uh, Tourism Bureau, Scotland, Dubai, et cetera. And then in 2009, we remember what happened then, uh, the world changed, uh, the market, everything changed. And, you know, I was at the point in my career where I thought, what's next? You know, hospitality had changed dramatically. And um, I just thought, you know, it's time to launch something new. And so I transitioned into real estate, commercial real estate, focusing on the hospitality sector simply because that's all I knew. Um, and it just made sense after, you know, amassing close to like two decades of networks to why not just enter into hospitality, commercial real estate. And um, I think it's now year 13, you know, during that process though, as I was transacting, I decided to create Morgan Share Hospitality, which is basically a consortium of uh, consultants, uh, my friends from hospitality, from finance, from real estate. And that was really in support of the hospitality transacting uh, piece of the business. And it has grown. Um, today, we focus on the capital markets, bringing in investors to hospitality deals, uh, hospitality projects. On the capital side, I had zero experience on Wall Street. Um, my only connection to Wall Street was probably a couple of years uh, summer internship, um, like 100 years ago. And so <laughs> I had to, <laughs> 100 years ago, really. And so I had to learn the financial markets. And so, you know, during that transition, I focused on investment banks such as Goldman Sachs and JP Morgan, shout out to them, UBS. 
who were just amazing to me. Um, having informational meetings with them, uh, talking about an industry I know and learning about their industry. Um, and, and so really the capital markets component of what I do is everything. Um, and you know, I would tell anybody thinking about a career in commercial real estate or advisory, start with the capital markets. Wow, amazing. Well, let's talk further in another opportunity, maybe offline, because, you know, when you talk about real estate, right, it's definitely, I think, a good way for us to uh, merge ourselves in different types of investments. But, you know, housing and, exactly. you know, I think in hotels, and it, it's such a uh, an expansion and so much opportunity, in, especially at this time as well. Um, but here, Trika, I wanted to get your uh, like your feedback in terms of, you know, being a black woman in the industry and now, you know, you restarted, reimagined your career as well. How was that transaction uh, transition for you? Well, you know, Wilka, and thanks you for answer asking that question. I you know, I was going to say, unfortunately or fortunately, and I'll just be real transparent in this, this answer, I had become very accustomed to being the first. Um, even in my peer, PR uh, hospitality um, position role, I was the first African-American director of PR at Doral Hotels, La Parker, Meridian Hotels. So I had become very accustomed to that. However, I saw those roles and, and my being in those roles as a great responsibility to make certain that I wasn't the last, um, not the last African-American woman, but not the last woman of color, right? And so when you're comfortable with being in that position, is very easy to continue on. And I entered a market um, whereby, you know, I'm not affiliated with the JLL or CBRE or anything, you know, any of those companies. I am sometimes, many times, the only. And so again, you know, with being the only and first comes great responsibility, right? To educate, but more importantly, to mentor. Um, so it's not enough for me to be at the table, I have to bring others with me um, and, and just make sure that, you know, not only are they entering the door, um, that they have a place at the table. Um, and, and so, it, you know, it has been a journey um, and I'm at the, the place in my professional life where, you know, it's, it's much easier because I've done the work, but, you know, the focus now is on bringing others with me. Oh my gosh, I love that. And, you know, I think also for me, you know, as a Brazilian woman and, you know, I am an expat and I was the first of my family to come to the United States. I had, didn't have any cousins or anybody you know, there anyone to help me, but how I got to where I am. And, you know, I'm very humble. I don't, I'm not ashamed to say where I started. You know, I came to the United States when, as a housekeeper on my um, exchange program. So when I tell this story to people, you know, it's like you said, 
you bring others, you know, with you because it's also people are going to be like, oh, wow, if she can do that, I can also do. So it's a way for you to inspire people um, to follow your steps. But, you know, it's not as a, a easy journey, as we all know. Yeah. But, you know, nothing life is easy, right? So otherwise we would just be like, hey, happy 100% of the time, which is not the case. Um, <laughs> but I think, you know, uh, Trika, for the listeners here at the Leadership Talks, you know, it's so, you know, we talk a lot about leadership. And I think this is, for me, it's one of the skills that you have as a professional, uh, but not just in your, you know, business life, but also in your personal life, because, you manage, right, already a household, you manage your time, you manage yourself, you know, with your social activities, with family, and, you know, and so on. So I think leadership, it's definitely one of my uh, go-to, you know, conversa topic of conversation. So I wanted to hear from you, what is leadership for you? That's a very good question, another good question. Um, here's how I view leaders. Leaders create other leaders. Um, being a leader is, is never about you. Um, it's about providing tools to the folks in your charge, right? During their tenure, you are responsible for those folks. And when they leave you, they leave you more prepared than when they began. You know, I ran a PR firm. I had six uh, amazing people uh, working for me and each went on to do greater things. And that let me know that I had done my job, right? And so that's how I view leadership. Amazing, yeah. And especially also, you know, this day and age, I think uh, lots of leaders are talking about diversity and inclusion, you know, but also it's not just the trend, right? Like we are it, we live it on a daily basis. So in terms of this topic, you know, what do you think or, you know, what are your thoughts for, you know, the capital markets in, in commercial real estate and hospitality are coming along or is taking some time, you know, because also I, for me, myself, I've been familiar with, you know, um, real estate investors that are switching, right? not just in, in investing in a regular, you know, real estate property, uh, but commercial property, but into the hotels. They are, you know, making sure they're um, having their, not their eggs, not adjusting one basket, right? Um, mm -hmm. So talk to me about what are your thoughts about, you know, the capital market and, you know, diversity and inclusion? Oh, that's a loaded question. <laughs> Very loaded question, and, and I will be uh, very honest. Um, you know, again, a 35-year year career, uh, DEI didn't really exist when I began. And I do not believe that corporations and capital markets intentionally uh, leave others out, right? Um, so... Basically, you do business with folks that you have access to and folks whom you know about. Um, and so DEI for me means that others of us or us who are fortunate enough to have a seat at the head of the table, we bring others in. 
I do not believe that that responsibility should rest solely on the shoulders of a corporation. And I know, you know, that's a controversial um, statement, but DEI um, is a responsibility of all of us. If that Absolutely. makes sense. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I have to add some one more thing. Good. You know, it, it, it is not and should not be treated as a marketing tool. You sure. know, it's not a label and it isn't a logo, you know, to place on your corporate collateral. Um, it is a philosophy, it is a commitment, and it is a responsibility. It's a way of living, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So I totally love that because, you know, also I think people sometimes they th they say, right, some, they make comments, but, you know, they don't really live by. So I totally, um, you know, agree when you say it's not a marketing tool because in the end of the day, it's our lives, right? Yeah. And everybody has a voice. So that's why, you know, we are talking here at the Leadership Talks about leadership and, you know, diversity and inclusion because in the end of the day, it's a platform, right? My yeah. goal here is just for you to come talk about what your thoughts as your own career and your own experience, because we all have different experiences. We can have similar, you know, uh, backgrounds and similar, um, you know, ways of thinking, but everybody is unique and everybody has a, a, a history, you know, in the professional life and in personal life as well. That's but true. I wanted to, uh, Trika, ask in terms of, you know, who has inspired you, you know, in your journey. Um, so this is the time for the shout outs. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, there've been so many during different times of my professional life. Um, in terms of hospitality, I would say Sam Haig, um, who is not very active right now in, in hospitality, but he was formerly the president of Doral Hotels and benchmark hospitality. And his leadership style, first of all, he came from operations and you know, he'd been a bellman. Um, so he traveled the you know, traditional route to being a president and CEO of a hospitality company. Um, he understood people and he was respectful of people. It didn't matter um, your position or title. And his leadership style was just so inspiring. And he is the reason why I am where I am today, um, giving, providing opportunities, um, which I asked for. And he gave me opportunity after opportunity and was just always supportive to his entire team. And I'll say this, you measure someone's ability to lead by the leaders they've created. And from that Doral, Sam Haig, School of Hospitality, you have people like Jay Stein, who is president of the Dream Hotels. I mean, everybody went on to do great things. And so, yeah, he's definitely my hero in this space. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. And I love when you say too, you know, my hero, because I had the hero, you know, and shout out to him. His name is Ricardo Oliveira and he is Brazilian. He, you know, and also for me, in terms of, I have so much passion because, and gratefulness, because, you know, if this person didn't show me the way and, you know, gave me an opportunity on my internship on my first semester in college, 
I wouldn't be here today. So, you know, I think you're, the way you see your mentors, you know, and, and like you said, you know, you're here today because of that person is just beyond. And, you know, one of the things um, that I talk to people um, very much is you don't know who knows you, right? And you have to leverage yourself. And I'm sure in the PR world is the same, right? Like you have a connection here and there, or, or you know, you, how do you, my question is, how do you explore this side of, you know, you having the PR background mm -hmm. uh, and now connecting, uh, you know, in this digital um, worlds and social media, do you um, mix and match in terms of, you know, um, for social selling, for digital selling, or do you consider two different things? Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting. I utilize my PR skills when I transition into commercial real estate, right? So by skills, I mean, if you're pitching that story to a journalist, you're targeting a journalist, you're going to first understand um, how they write, what they write about, and who their target audience is. And that was the same approach I used for reaching out to the capital markets, right? Do, does what I have to say, um, is it relevant to them, to their business? What is their business model? What are, their, their, what are they looking for? Um, and what do I have to offer them? So, you know, the pitch. So I completely utilize those skills and I still do to this day. Um, digitally, you know, it's, I don't use social media um, for the purpose of tapping into the capital markets per se, um, but I use it in terms of resource or knowledge rather, um, information gathering so that I can integrate it into a, a pitch going forward. The capital markets is a little bit different. You know, there's certain social uh, media outlets that they monitor, such as LinkedIn, um, and then a couple of news uh, media outlets, but it, it's a different animal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and actually earlier I was talking to a colleague, you know, and I said, digital marketing is this, right? Also, what you said, you have to pitch to your audience mm -hmm. and you have to start because you can find your audience that way as well. So not necessarily, you know, that you're going to pitch to, I don't know, you know, a, a hotel investor here or using LinkedIn, for example, but you can connect with the person and then you can work on their interest and your pitch. Um, but I also know, because uh, I also have researched and, you know, I follow every hotel company out there in the world <laughs> these days, um, that there is many different programs, right, for, well, first time ownerships and you know or people that want to invest in 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 the hotel business um so just give us a brief overview do you think uh to in 2023 now you know there is more programs for you know new owners coming up or new investors in in, in the hotel side of things I, I i think that there are and there are a couple of hotel brands who do that brilliantly Right. But it's more, you know, education and, and structure and giving them the tools they need to become owners. 
but everything begins and ends with capital. Um, and, and so what I always tell folks, especially young people entering hospitality, um, again, this is not gonna be a popular answer, start on the street, go to Wall Street first, um, develop a book of business, who, which you can then take with you to hospitality, book of business, meaning family offices, um, institutional investors, what have you, um, because capital is power. Um, and yes, there are programs, but at the end of the day, you have to find investors. What are investors looking for? It's very simple. What they always look for, returns. Uh, return on investment, um, you know, it ranges in terms of percentages. They want to make money. Um, and it's very simple. So, you know, and I say this to women also looking to own hotels. Great, go through the program, but cultivate the capital markets, develop those relationships, find investors, look for funds who will basically fund you. Absolutely. I love the part where you say, you know, uh, not just focusing people that are doing the business, but other, you know, segments as well, because in the end of the day, people are looking for the ROI. So uh, it's the same. Uh, I, I I like to say that, you know, if you can do sales in a hotel job, you can do anything because, you know, you we deal with so many different uh, personalities. Right. And then in the end of the day, it's not just one segment your hotel will be focused on. So pretty much, you know, aligned to, you know, what I've what I've experienced myself as well. But uh, Trika, if you could, you know, give like three, you know, small, fast tips for women, for people interested in joining besides, you know, the capital market is but like really diving into the career in the hospitality industry, what would that be? Diving into if they were entering, if they wanted to enter the hospitality business. Correct. Um, I would say, again, I would begin on the financial side, right? Um, I, I think depending upon where you want to end up in hospitality, and by the way, I think we need more CEOs of luxury brands, uh, CEO women, um, in the industry, I would highly recommend a career at an investment bank first and then transition, if that is your goal, into hospitality. Why? Because there are areas you can go into, asset management, um, acquisitions, um, so many opportunities for women in that space, but begin with finance. So First one would be finance. Um, the second, it, it, I think it's very, again, everything goes back to capital markets for me. It's important to understand the markets, right? To understand what's happening in the economy, read everything you can, connect with those folks in the market so that you can be a part of, I don't know, um, strategies for, um, sort of resetting, um, you know, if some recession is underway or, or coming, you'll be better prepared to help your team. So it's very important to do that. Um, the last thing I would say is, you know, 
be supportive of team members, right? Networking for opportunities is one thing, but I think it's also important to cultivate relationships with team members. Um, hospitality folks, you know, it, it's a very uh, unique um, community in that we all end up in different hotels, you know, we stay within the industry. So that person that you began in operations with will someday become the CEO. So I think it's very important to cultivate and nurture those relationships. Oh my gosh, I tell that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. actually, you know, it's a fun fact So when I also be curious because if you work, even, you know, from my experience, like I worked with hotel owners directly and they're talking about, okay, well, I have, you know, an investment in this other property because this is the way you grow your own, right? You yeah. partner with people that are already in the business because right. come on, let's do this. You know, you can't do, you know, if you're just starting, you cannot start, you know, by yourself. You need exactly. to have those relationships and you need to know exactly who to look forward, like you are as an example, but you know, that understand the business because in the end of the day, you can, okay, I have this money, but I don't know how to invest. And exactly. then that's where you come, you know, in with your experience, but also it can be the other way around, right? I've worked in hospitality for so many years what do I need to do? What is the next step to become a hotel, you know, investor or a hotel owner? So I think it's important to have those conversations too, because yeah. nothing is impossible. You know, people, uh, I think sometimes they, they just put, uh, you know, uh, I stop on themselves on their dreams. And that for me is not the people that I wanted to network with, because, you know, I think really the sky is the limit, you know, you can start your career, from PR, you can transition to capital marketing, you can transition to ownership or whatever you want to be and whatever in the world you want to go. Because again, you know, investments yeah. can be done anywhere and investors come from all over also. Well, as you mentioned, you know, you know, investors already, you know, hotel investors, you know, look to them as mentors. You know, people love to talk about themselves, Wilka, you know, Ask them how they got started. Ask them about their deals. You know, what made you decide to invest in this asset? If you could invest in anything, any asset in the world, what would it be and why? You know, have those conversations because, you know, that's how it begins. And that same person over time would not only become a mentor, they may walk you into the door. They could even become an investor. Absolutely, yeah, you know, yeah. and I think, and I've seen it also. Actually, uh, huge shout out to him, Rajinder Chahal, because I, in 2015, I was in California working as a director of sales, and he was an inspector of that hotel brand. We kept in touch. I can pick up my phone right now, call Raj. Raj, how are you doing? How is the Midwest? Do you need anything from me? You know, I'm out here. Let's do a podcast together, right? So yeah. I maintain these relationships, not because I'm interested in, you know, getting a ROI because I have a relationship with this person is because it makes me proud, right? Exactly. To know somebody that is after their dream and is building his legacy for his family, right? Because right. I think in the end of the day, that's why we are all here, you know, for, we are here to help each other. 
It doesn't matter what your background, what your skin color is. Uh, as long as there is respect and mutual respect and professionalism, I think, you know, that is definitely achieve achievable. Um, and kindness and kindness. Absolutely. That's you know, very and, important. And you treat people like you want to be treated because, treat, you, exactly. you know, I've been through some, you know, dirt, dirt uh, routes, you know, <laughs> like what, how do you, the expression I want to say is like uh, dirty roads or something like that. But you know, it, anyway, it, it's it's a very it's people business, right? We are here. Yeah. We are always networking. We always wanted to make sure we uplift other people and not you know shut them down. Because exactly. believe me, I don't want any business to deal with people like that. Exactly. So you know, I think this is one of the reasons why we have you know this type of conversations on the podcast because. That's what leadership is, right? You connect with people, you develop yeah. and maintain that relationship. But trick up any few words that you few words that you wanna to leave our you know listeners with. Certainly, um, this is probably a good one. Um, confidence is very important. Self confidence, right? If you don't believe in yourself, no one else will. And the other thing as women, when we are very confident, sometimes that's misconstrued as being ego, you know, an egotist or egomaniac. It isn't at all. It is very important to be confident and to believe in yourself and to understand that mistakes happen. Mistakes are basically tools that happen to teach you how to do something better, right? So don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to ask for help and always believe in yourself, no matter what. And you'll be good. Oh my goodness. Looks like uh, we're going to have another session of this podcast. We need another <laughs> session. <laughs> because we can dive me, into that. <laughs> let me shout you out because I love this format. I've been following you on LinkedIn. And I love the real conversation and no holds bar and transparency. And you are a force yourself. And so, you know, I'm just really thankful uh, for you and, and this platform because you're helping so many people. Oh, Trika, thank you so much. You know, like uh, my goal really is to, you know, inspire other people. Like I said, you know, maybe somebody, you know, in a small town, in the middle of the country in Brazil or anywhere in the world can see and learn about the struggles that I've been through. Yes. And I still work through because, you know, in the end of the day, also you learn, you grow and you yeah. become confident as well. Like this is one of the things, you know, I tell everybody that is on the podcast, I say, you know, whatever you say is going to be there. I don't do edits because I don't know how to do or I don't have time. <laughs> So it's like, you know, whatever you say is going to be there. I love it. I love it. I love Thank it. You you, so it's a real much. conversation. Exactly. Yeah. And there's no question sent before neither. <laughs> <laughs> I love that too. Trika, Thank you so much. I'm, I can't wait to be in New York so we can grab that coffee, you know. Please um, do. Please. And uh, I know New York very well. I, I lived and I have passion for the city. You know, I love to go and 
just enjoy myself on a walk on a walk in Central Park, Prospect Park, or anywhere in Harlem, you know, Midtown, you name it. So um I really truly hope we can connect uh in person soon. Uh really, if not really this well. summer in the fall but you know I'll, I'll keep you posted and thank you again so much for you know bringing your knowledge sharing your experience your career um but most of it like inspire other people as well because you know you definitely has inspired me because like I said you know I worked in the hotel side I'm on the other side now but you know in terms of hotel investors I already know them right so you never know what you know it lies ahead of of us <laughs> Thank you, Trika. I truly Thank appreciate you so it. much. I appreciate you. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you.